Greetings and welcome to HVAC Chats, a series of HVAC episodes by Contracting Business and Endeavor Business Media. I'm Terry McIver, Editor-in-Chief of Contracting Business Magazine and Director of Content for ContractingBusiness.com. HVAC Chats offers insights by guest HVAC contractors into their business management challenges and successes. And we will also provide insight by leaders from various HVAC associations on topics of interest to contractors. Our guests have many years of experience, and we thank them for sharing their insights with you, their contractor colleagues. And we also thank you for tuning in to each new episode. Now on to the show. Hello, and welcome to this edition of HVAC Chats. I'm Terry McIver, Editor-in-Chief of Contracting Business. And my guest is a gentleman who in 2021 was inducted into the Contracting Business HVAC Hall of Fame. He's Ken Goodrich, founder and chairman of Gettle Air Conditioning and Plumbing. And it was announced on August 1st that Ken had been appointed to the Nevada Governor Joe Lombardo's Governor's Workforce Development Board. With his proven track record of exemplary leadership and unwavering dedication to the business community, Ken's appointment was met with widespread enthusiasm and optimism for the state's economic growth. Ken Goodrich has earned a reputation for his innovative strategies and commitment to fostering a skilled workforce. And as we all know, contractors, recruiting is probably the toughest obstacle that you're facing now as you attempt to continue your businesses. And we'd like to talk with Ken first about how, Ken, were you selected to this board? Well, Terry, first thing for uh, having me on the show. I'm very excited. I've been an avid reader of Contracting Business Magazine for decades. How long, when when did it start uh, publish, Contracting Business Magazine? 1944, in fact, that's our 80th anniversary well, in 2024. I didn't start reading it back then, but you know, <laughs> but you know, I, I started uh, in the trade holding a flashlight from my dad at 10 years old. So in the uh, early early 70s, and uh, you know, he'd have those mag- contracting businesses, business magazines laying around, and I've uh, been I've been an avid fan and reader ever since. So thank you for having me. That's fantastic. So, yeah, yes, sir, for, you're uh, very welcome. Taking you off the course here. Um, you know, I'm very proud to be have the governor uh, uh, ask me to help with the governor governor's uh, workforce development board in the state of Nevada. I think uh, I think that uh, why I was chosen was because I really have put a lot of time and effort in in uh, educating education and uh, developing people for the trade. Obviously, you know, I have a motive to protect the HVAC industry, plumbing industry, um, but trades in general, I've really been a champion for the trades, um, starting with, you know, starting our school, our own HVAC and plumbing service school years ago, internally in our business. And then in 2008, when the, um, Great Recession started, uh, the College of Southern Nevada Air Conditioning Technology Program was in trouble, and uh, they were considering shutting it down, and I put together an endowment for them to save the school, and, you know, 
reinvigorate the school, and uh, they actually named it after my father, uh, J. Duncan Goodrich. So it's the J. Duncan Goodrich Air Conditioning Technology Program, College of Southern Nevada. So I've been a champion for the trades education and development for a long time. Uh, we've created several endowments uh, through Gettle, such as we have the post 9-11 uh, Veterans Tool Grant, whereby we will provide up to $1,500 worth of new tools for veterans who are graduating from any HVAC program in America. So we've, we've dished out, I don't know, hundreds of uh, tool grants and to kind of get the veterans started in our trade, which we know that that's a great source for labor for the type of work that we do. Um, and then, you know, I will have to tell you that over the years, you know, cultivating people, you know, you know, once you kind of get the understanding of how to run your business and really the day-to-day the -day processes of running the business, then you start looking at, I need to develop people. You know, Michael Gerber, the author of the E-Myth, said, your business is yeah. a school for your employees. And as soon as I heard that, I really took that to heart. And, you know, seeing these young people come through our ranks and the light bulb turn on and they become, you know, their skill level increases and their confidence increases and they start to, you know, build a life and buy a house and create a family all from, you know, the trade. It's a very rewarding feeling and, you know, it gets kind of addictive. So I will say that, you know, there's a part of me that just loves to see people thrive. So anyway, I think that because of those things um, and that, you know, our business certainly in, in the state of Nevada is pretty prolific. I, I believe we're the largest home service, yes. maybe the largest HVAC contractor, but uh, certainly the largest home service contractor in the state of Nevada. And so uh, the governor, we supported him for his election and, uh, and mainly because he's a champion for the trades. And, uh, so we've kind of formed a kinship, if you will. And, you know, we're both going to attack some of the challenges in the state, but I'm kind of looking at a more global level. You know, I think that what I can get done here and develop here and, and figure out how to have the state governments help with our challenges with our labor shortage, uh, maybe we can apply that everywhere else. And in what ways will you be helping the state expand its efforts? Was there anything in particular that they feel they could use some help with? Well, you know, so it's a board. And so the board kind of looks at all the various initiatives of the state and that they're working on to develop people. And I, and I will tell you, I was quite surprised, pleasantly surprised. I've only been to one meeting so far, but, uh, you know, the, the state has a lot of robust programs to really kind of get people out there and help them succeed. You know, I mean, uh, on the highest level, I would say, you know, they have grants for startup companies. You know, they're trying to encourage entrepreneurship in the state and they'll show you how to put together a, a business plan, a pitch deck, and the whole thing, and they'll, they'll give out grants to, to encourage entrepreneurial pursuits here. On the other hand, though, they have, you know, some basic systems like, you know, here's how you create a resume. Here's how you do a job interview. Here's how you fill out your application. Here's how you think about your career and, and how you want to develop it. I mean, there's a lot of training available to that. 
I was also uh, interested in uh, a program that they have that whereby the state understands that one of the labors, one of the states, I'm sorry, one of our employment basis challenges is uh, childcare. There's, there's a, a very large group of people who feel they can't get in the workforce because childcare is too expensive. So the state is augmenting um, uh, childcare rates in certain situations so it can be affordable for people. They're, they are incentivizing childcare uh, establishments uh, to expand so they can take on more children. They're incentivizing people to buy yes. houses, for instance, and they'll finance the houses if you'll put a childcare uh, base there for just for the employment base of the state of Nevada. So interesting, but yeah, a lot of interesting well, that's stuff, excellent. as well as, you know, we're even talking to them now about putting uh, some childcare in our Gable Academy um, for the very same reason. So it's very interesting, but you know, at the end of the day, I've, uh, dedicated myself, my career to the HVAC and plumbing trades, mechanical trades. And, you know, I'm here to help. I'm here to be a champion for the uh, future labor and the future leaders of this industry. Fantastic. And of course, I can't talk with a contractor in Nevada without asking about this summer of blistering heat that we've had in the West and Southwest. How have your companies in that region been uh, helping their customers? Well, you know, it was, you know, feast and famine. You know, the first six months of the year have been light, I think, all across the U.S. I believe, you know, we pulled, pulled forward a lot of demand during the COVID time and the uh, supply chain times. We just pulled for a lot of replacement demand, so it kind of caught us here, plus... You know, consumer confidence with some interest interest rates hikes and stuff slowing down a little bit. So, you know, and then I guess the, the last last thing that's new is, man, there's a lot of competition out there today. You know, we didn't, the, the, the sophistication of competition is growing exponentially now. You know, we, we rather than having a, you know, owner-operator businesses, mom-and-pop businesses, they're very scaled operations with very sophisticated marketing departments, lead generation departments, and all going at the same leads very aggressively. So I can see that the landscape is changing quickly. Yes. And it seems like from what you just said, you they're, these competitors have it together in what they're doing. They're not just what we used to call the, you know, the uh, Bubba in a truck or something of that nature. No, it's, uh, you know, it's serious business now. It's this, you know, it's serious competitors now, sophisticated comp competitors, innovative competitors, uh, all with deep pockets. So it's, you know, it's, it's a change. I think uh, all in all, it's, it's great for the industry and the trade, you know, we're, we're taking another step up. I mean, I've been through this thing for, like I said, 50 years, I've been literally working on this trade and, um, and the evolution has been, uh, has been exciting and 
it's kind of what's kept me in it, you know. It's always changing, always growing, always evolving. But now I think from, you know, let's say over the last five years with all this private equity investment into the industry, and certainly the technology advancements for the industry, you know, everything from the, the CRMs, the service titans, the SARAs, the, uh, and then the, uh, the tools like the measure quick tools and new, new innovations like Bluon, all this stuff coming out is just going to accelerate the play. Mm-hmm. And interesting enough, it's going to accelerate the play, which, re- which is going to require more of our labor of which we've been challenged with for decades. So, I think uh, where I spend my time now at Gettle as chairman is I'm looking out for the, you know, what are the key things that are going to move the needle for the business? And I'll focus on those. Uh, certainly all the innovations. I mean, I've been around it so much. I kind of understand what's next and, you know, how can we apply technology? How can we think about the business differently? How can we, um, you know, change the, change the, the uh, customer journey to optimize things like that. That's kind of what I'm looking at. Yes. And you mentioned technology as being a key part of what's happening with new businesses. Would you say that's a perhaps the biggest difference in this time of consolidation as opposed to those of oh, the absolutely. past? I mean, I did, I was involved in, I've been involved in many consolidations over the years, but, you know, certainly the first one was in 1997 and that was the, the era of, you know, group Mac service experts, American residential services, uh, a few other companies like that. But, um, uh, you know, they, they didn't do well, you know, some, some held on there, mostly the bigger, larger mechanical contracting businesses, but the residential service replacement business did and, and I and I would attribute it to just the lack of technology. You know, you really you really couldn't see what was going on in branches that you know you weren't sitting in, right? You had fact you had fax machines, you yes. had some rudimentary computers, but you know, very difficult to, you know, keep your fingers on the numbers, right? We had we didn't have high fidelity on the numbers. With the, with the advent of the new CRMs and such, where you can scale and you can see what's going on in every single branch instantaneously, I think that's really been the game changer. Well, it's great that you are aware of that and you are taking steps to keep in step with whatever is coming down the road as far as competition. And is there anything else you'd like to share about what's been happening within well, Gettle? Uh, um, as I alluded to a little earlier, I uh, just recently moved to the role of chairman of the board. And I got to tell you, this kind of marks a very, very long vision for me, my career that I've set out since the days I was driving a service truck around fixing air conditioners. But, um, you know, every entrepreneur, you know, the vision's always build a company that is scaled enough where you can attract the top talent, where you can put a management team that knows lots more than you know, uh, build a management team that's going to look at the, the things different and maybe take it to the next level. Well, you know, you as uh, you know, a, a major shareholder and certainly the key influencer of the business can work on the things that 
you know really build bring value to the business and really fits my skill set. So I'm very excited. Like we have a very high caliber leadership team now, very accomplished people, and they're going to take the business to the next level. And you know I'm going to continue to do my work with my innovations. You know my uh, be a champion for the labor of the trade, and uh, certainly my M&A activity with all my contacts. So anyway, I just you know this is kind of the place where we all strive to be as entrepreneurs. Very excited about it. Our new, our Absolutely. new CEO, our new CEO, the thrill Jay of the grass, very accomplished guy, been in, been in various trades related businesses, leader, key leadership roles, and just brings a whole new perspective on how to look at the business in a more scaled model, a more controlled model. So he's already in the, in the year he's been here, he's already put a lot of new innovations into the business, a lot of key projects we're working on that I'm very excited to see what's going to happen next. So I'm, I couldn't be happier. This is kind of the place that I've always dreamt I'd been, that I'd be. And by the way, let me share, share this with you. The one well, thing about Gettle Air Conditioning, you know, they, they were founded in 1939 and, you know, they're attributed with inventing the residential air conditioner, applying Lewis Carrier's technology to the a package kind of unit. And they made Phoenix, Arizona, or the Sonoran Desert habitable. And they were the leaders in air, they called it air cooling back then, not air conditioning, but air cooling. They were the leaders in it for years. And I'm the sixth, I was the sixth CEO of the company. You know, that's the legacy, the longevity of this business and the scale that it's had for all the years. And now Jake Gress will be the seventh CEO. So my point being that, Gettle is a, a is a icon to the industry brand, iconic brand of the industry because of their innovations they brought to the industry, and uh, you know it's had a long history of excellent leaders over time, and I and I was happy that I was part of it, and I was one of them. That's great, Ken. Congratulations, and I wish you the best in the future. Hope we can perhaps speak again about what's happening at the company. And I appreciate your time today and good luck with your activity on the governor's workforce development board yeah, there uh, in Nevada. Posted and uh, just know I'm out there trying to fill, fill uh, trucks with techs. Excellent. Thanks again. My guest today has been Ken Goodrich, founder and chairman of Gettle Air Conditioning and Plumbing. Thanks for listening. I'm Terry McIver. Have a great day. That wraps up this episode of HVAC Chats. Thank you, as always, to our guests and to you, our beloved listeners. If this is your first time listening to HVAC Chats, be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcasting app. And if you are a regular listener, please share the podcast with your colleagues who would find our episodes valuable. Until our next episode, you can find us on contractingbusiness.com. This is Terry McIver. Have a great day, everybody.